if you're an entrepreneur, you've heard the word branding thrown around a lot. But what does it really mean? And what does it really mean to have a brand that stands out above the rest and doesn't get drowned out by all the noise out there? And how do you build that brand? Well, Today, in episode 101, you'll realize that I'm going to be kicking off a series of five episodes, starting with this episode today, on brand identity. And my philosophy when I help clients brand style their brand or brand build it, that there is five modules to building a brand identity. And that's why there'll be five episodes in this series to really help you understand what branding is and how would you really have a brand that stands out. Well, today, episode 101 is kicking off the episode series of five with how to wear your story because your image and the way you show up has a lot to do with your brand identity. But stick around because we're going to talk about that in just a second. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining me for yet another episode of Waste Up Wardrobe. And today we are going to be kicking off a series of five episodes where we're really going to be diving deep into what branding is. As business owners, if you are one or if you know one, Branding is a word that you'll hear a lot that's been thrown around a lot, but sometimes can be confusing and can be kind of overused. So today we're going to really dig deep into what that means. And specifically, we're going to get really granular about the different types of things that comprise a good brand and how to build them into your work and your business. Uh, but before I get started, I want to say thank you for being here. I want to remind you that we're on iTunes. So rate us, review us, if you will. Um, we're also on YouTube. We stream through, you can watch us through YouTube and um, you can comment on that over there too on the show. And a lot of people always say, well, we can't catch the program live. But remember, we are evergreen. You can replay us anytime on Facebook at the Waste Up Wardrobe page, on YouTube, and on iTunes if you just want to take a listen to us instead of being able and not being able to watch us. So just remember that. We want this to be a dialogue. So comments, drop some, you know, some questions, some thoughts in the box below so that we can have this conversation around, you know, Everything that you need to know with Waste Up Wardrobe, everything you need to know about entrepreneurship, we talk about all that here on the show. So I also want to say thank you to Rick Moscoso, my producer, who makes this whole show happen. He might be making an appearance or two, and there he is uh, making his caricature appearance. Hi, Rick. Um, and... Um, you know, he has a thing or two to say about branding because a lot of the work he does 
has a lot to do with video production and photography and how to elevate specific brands and really make them stand out. So I I have I have a feeling that he would have something to say about branding in general and um and just kind of shed some light about what he thinks um, and what his perspective is on branding and how brands can really stand out. But remember, this is a kickoff to a series of five episodes. So today we're going to focus on one specific area of branding and brand identity. But before I get started, I just want to say, throw out the question that many people ask me, what is branding actually? You know, what really is that? And when it comes to branding, it's different than what brand means. It's different than what brand identity means. Branding, the verb, is sort of the process, the steps that you take to really building a brand that stands out. So it's all the products that you place in your product suite. It's the way you talk to your client base. It's how you look and how your website looks and feels. It's what the sen- what how it impacts people's senses um, when they land on anything that has to do with your work. So the branding, branding as a verb, is sort of the process, the steps it takes to really come up with a great brand. And so the brand is the result of good of branding in general. And brand identity, a little bit more detail, is sort of the elements that go into creating the brand, right? Everything you do, say, touch, express to your audience and to your sphere of influence, the way you show up, all those things contribute to how your customer, your potential customer experiences you and the work that you do. So all the elements like the offering, your purpose, why do you do what you do? That's a big part of brand identity. Um, how you communicate to them, the way you communicate with them, the languaging that you use, and um, your social media. Everything has to do with how the brand speaks to the world and how it stands out when it comes to that branding process. And like I said, there's five modules in my In my brand styling process, there are five modules to building a brand. So it's basically five silos, five things that I pay attention to when I'm working with a company, whether they're a startup or somebody looking to refresh their brand. And the five things are this brand identity. How do you convey your story? How do people receive you and feel the the effects, the vibe of your story? Brand image. How do you wear your story, which is what we're going to be concentrating on today? Brand language, how you speak your story, brand online presence, you know, how do you spread your story through your, you know, the 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 virtual world, right? How you show up on a podcast, how your social media looks, your Instagram, your Twitter, your LinkedIn, all those things have to speak the brand and stay aligned with the brand. And finally, the brand experience. How do you deliver that story? How do your clients experience you when they go through a product or a service with you? So those are the five modules that make up your brand identity. And I'm going to dissect each of one of those one by one and kind of show you how I take my clients through the brand styling program. Um, in these five episodes. So the first one is wearing your brand story. But before I get started, I'd really, really like for uh, Rick to jump on here and tell me just from your experience, Rick, working with people with video, you know, um, and, you know, really helping people stand out as a brand from your 
from your side of like your line of work, mm -hmm. um, how important it is to build a brand and to really focus on branding or really any opinion you have with regard to branding in general? Well, I, it's a, it's a fundamental of branding. Uh, when I look at it, it, uh, you know, obviously when people see you, even if it's just a still picture or they see you on video or you're marketing something, um, you're always, you should always be trying to speak your brand or rep, uh, with, and with the mindset of you're representing your band, I'm sorry, representing your brand with how you look, what's, what's on camera and, um, how it is that you are helping whoever it is that's watching. So I, uh, I typically will already know a little bit about the client and their business and their service. Uh, and then really the objective is to understand, okay, how do I, how do I promote that story, that feeling evoke, evoke that feeling and what you're seeing on camera? How do we script out something where, uh, you're not just showing up and, and, and throwing up what, you know, the, uh, features and benefits of your company and like everybody else does, right? You're talking about really the, about yourself, the value in, in, um, and what you're representing and why you're doing it. You know, we, we deep dive into the, the why of why you're doing that. Why are you passionate about doing what you're doing? And if, if you can relate to people out there with that message, then those are the types of customers will stay with you for a very, very long time because, you know, they feel a connection. Yeah. And so you, you know, you're hitting on all these parts, all these five modules, right. Of branding. Right. I, I kind of outlined that at the beginning and it's interesting because even though a large part of the work that I do deals with image styling, the person, the clothes on stage, off stage in a photo shoot, you've been involved with me in many photo shoots where mm -hmm. You've seen how getting them dressed a certain way, putting them in a certain look can really express the brand. Uh, so from a photographer's standpoint, like how does that, do you, do you see that as important, dressing and wearing your brand just as important as any other one of those things, you know, the purpose, the brand identity, you know, the, the language. Do you see that? How do you see that from a photographer's eye? Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, just depending upon that the industry that you're in, you want to be representative of that particular industry in the way that you dress and the way that you speak. And obviously, the way you dress is very, very important. I think it's even more important for a still image than it is in a video, because obviously, you have some time to, to talk about it and explain yourself and, you know, maybe walking around. But in a still image, you really have to capture that one message with you know that single frame and to me that's more difficult than doing a video yeah yeah you have less time it's just a snapshot in time it's so interesting that you say that. i never really thought about it that way but for instance you are you know you're the producer for waste up wardrobe in this mm -hmm. moment and you've got the the waste up wardrobe cap i mean that's part <laughs> of branding the yeah. image right mm -hmm. um you know i and I am not somebody that would dress my client in brand colors all the time. But brand colors can be a big interplay when it comes to wearing your brand. So, for instance, today I'm wearing the jade color with my red earrings. And so those are my two brand colors for jade and waist up wardrobe. So things like that can really, you know, when people look at you like, oh, that is so waist up wardrobe. Yeah. That is so jade for all seasons. Or, right. you know, so those things 
are also messages. You know, in the mm-hmm. old days, ad companies, and maybe and they probably still do, use subliminal messages, right, to impact, influence their potential client. And so in a way, branding and these different parts of branding, the way you dress, the way you say things, the way they experience the customer journey, those are all subliminal messages to get them to want to continue to work with you because they see you aligned and they see you stand out. What do you mm-hmm. think? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask you because, you know, we're talking about you t- you're going to be talking about five different stages of the branding process. Yeah. Um, how do you go about knowing which one to start with, you know, with a client? I mean, I suppose it's different because if somebody's brand new, then that's, you know, you're you're going over the whole story. But uh, let's say somebody is, they've been out there for a while. Uh, Their image just needs some updating and things like that. Where Where do you start with them? It's a really good question. And it's a question many of people that approach me to work with me ask me all the time. In fact, I'll have people say, I have an amazing wardrobe. I already know how to dress my brand, but I really need help in really defining my why, understanding and connecting more with my purpose and creating a tagline for the business and uh, really um, thinking about what my story, the powerful parts of my about page and story are. And so here's the interesting things. I really do a complete audit of what the brand is to begin. And if there's a strong module, like somebody really knows how to dress and wear their brand, then we don't start there. We start with the, you know, I tend, I like to start with the weakest module. Where are they lacking or where could they be better? Like, where can we make a big difference right away? Mm-hmm. And oftentimes there's definitely a module that stands out that way. If they've never worked with a branding expert before, there's oftentimes one area that stands out a lot. And sometimes it's four out of the five areas. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's every area needs to be built up, especially with a startup company. But I always start with the place where they feel like they're not doing well enough. Like people will come to me and go, oh, I love, you know, there's so many good things about my brand, but my website is just lacking. Can you help me design the logo and really um, lay out the pages better and make it more user-friendly? Then we start there. And um, many times people, because a lot of my clients are entrepreneurs, so they will start with me just in an image consultation. We'll get their brand, their image all dialed in, and they'll see how great that process was. And they're like, could you up-level the other areas of my life, right? So they might not necessarily come for brand styling, but they might come for image styling, and then they realize, ah, I need to get other areas of my life lined up. That's what I do. And that totally makes sense because I do something very similar to that um, in, in especially video production, right? It, it, it's funny how many people just kind of freeze. They, they have a brain freeze when it's like they, they're going to do a series of things or maybe it's their branding video. And it's like, well, what do I talk about? <laughs> you know, and I think it's such a ridiculous question. And, and, but I kind of chuckle to myself because, you, you know, because I hear it all the time. Yeah. Um, and that's where we kind of focus. We, I, I do like you do. We just kind of look at the landscape of everything and then we choose that. I, I tend to go with the weakest part. That way we can really emphasize the stronger parts of their brand. Absolutely. Exactly. And so this kind of leads in beautifully into today's specific topic, which is how do you as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, 
wear your brand? How do you use your image to give your audience those subliminal messages, those those that signature feel, vibe, style, whatever you want to call it, that exudes your brand, that aligns with everything else in your brand? Um, and if you were just trying to brainstorm this on your own, say like you wanted to figure it out on your own, the things that you should be thinking about is, you know, what is my signature style? What is very much me? What does like certain things in my closet that I wear really feel like they resonate with me, that they express who I am? If I'm a bohemian, uh, if I have bohemian style, if my business is sort of like tea, loose leaf tea and, and mother earth kind of medicine woman, and your style is bohemian, then you see how those line up and you look into your wardrobe and see what are those things that really resonate. And so that's a really good place to start about finding out what your signature is. What is the essence, the vibe of what you want to wear so that you can express it through the image? And, you know, it's not just about the clothes when it comes to that image. It's about your body language. It's how you express yourself. If, if, you're, if you're in a business where it's very um, high connection with people, you always have to connect with people. Maybe if you're a person that speaks with your hands, um, people might feel a little bit more, you know, connecting to you or somebody who smiles a lot can connect to people a little bit easier because you're in a people business. There's something that is expressive of your brand and aligned with your brand that you actually need to function and build a brand that makes sense and is aligned, right? Um, how do you look? How do you self-care? That's another element of image. How do you self-care? How are you grooming yourself? Again, let's go back to that bohemian example. If, you, if you're sort of in this industry where you're like a bohemian, you have bohemian style, you deal with mother earth, medicine woman, I'm just using this as an example, then, um, you know, maybe you have a very loose sort of hairstyle that kind of goes along with that, just loose and effortless, not too fussy, not too formal. Whereas say you're a lawyer, right? and you're in court a lot, a little bit more formal, right? Pulled back hair, maybe, maybe a shorter cut. I had a client once um, ask if, um, if having long hair reduced your professional gravitas in, in the workforce. And my answer to that was it depends. It really depends on your brand. If you're somebody who's in a very serious business, um, like, maybe lawyering or being in a very conservative environment, then yeah, probably need to go for the shorter haircut, the more sleek back haircut. If you're somebody who is in a more informal, casual um, work environment, job, business, then you probably could get away with longer locks and a more loose um, haircut. So there, see, there are these little things that can express your brand depending on the line of work you're in and the and how you're supposed to show up for your client. And I'm so interested from a male perspective. Again, Rick, I'd love to hear your perspective on that um, in terms of the type of business somebody is in, the type of business somebody's in, and how that impacts the way they show up, right? Like my two examples here. If you are sort of a mother earth kind of medicine woman, I could see somebody showing up a little bit more casual, a little bit more loose fitting clothes that kind of give that vibe off. Whereas if you're an attorney or an accountant, and that's not to say that 
we're not stereotyping people here. There are fun attorneys out there. <laughs> there are fun CPAs out there, but there is a, a more conservative uh, work environment to a more casual environment. And that makes impacts how you dress and how you show up for work. Absolutely. And then depending upon what part of branding that you're representing or the, the message that you're trying to uh, put out there to your client base, you just, you just got to make sure that it's congruent with your overall brand, right? Um, I always look at it from a professional standpoint and I use examples like, I don't know if you, you started watching the Lincoln lawyer on, on uh, Netflix, oh, yeah. but he's, you know, he's, he's a lawyer that's coming back. He's very, these were very well put together. Um, shows like Mad Men, you know, the, the way they dressed back in the fifties and sixties, you know, yeah. that sort of thing. And, and, um, you know, today it's a little bit more loose, um, maybe not quite as formal as that, but again, it depends. It depends on your brand. And, you know, if, if you're a bohemian woman and you're going to a more, you're trying to represent a more form, formal brand, well, your clothes probably don't represent that. Right. Um, and yeah. so it just depends on the occasion and, and the message that you're trying to put out there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I love that you bring up these examples of some of these shows because it's true. You know, it, there were times when people dressed a little bit more formally, but there are still some professions where you have to be formal. I mean, I remember when I was lawyering, there were some courts you walked into that you couldn't wear pants suits. And that, that was back a while ago, you know, but seriously, like it was so conservative that you had to wear a, a skirt and, and a blazer for the women, for women. And it's, it's so interesting because like I was saying too, is I had this client um, propose this question to me. It's like, do you think having long hair lends me to have less, you know, professionalism? And, um, and it really does depend. And that was my answer. It depends on the line of work you're in. Right. Uh, and that is, and so we're talking about lines of work, but we're also talking about if you have your own law firm business, right? If you are somebody that's behind the desk all the time doing research, you know, you could be in your Hawaiian shirts and that would be fine. Right. But if you're showing up in court, you, you probably need to wear a suit and tie. So it's also where you practice, how you practice. All those things come into play when it comes to aligning yourself with the brand that you're representing, whether it be yours or whether it be um, the brand of the company you work for. Uh, so it's interesting too, because like you, there's differences between geographical locations. So for instance, um, my husband went to dental school in New York they had to wear a tie every single day. If you're a California dentist, you're in scrubs most of the time. Mm -hmm. So again, you know, which, which way do you want to represent your brand? So I, and I can tell you, I can tell you a funny story back when I was, um, back when I was in the field, you know, as a, as a salesperson, Hawaii was part of my territory. Right. And so when I go visit, I would go visit hospitals and doctors and administrators. And of course you're dressed up in a nice tie and, and jacket and looking very corporate and very professional. And so it was my first time to go to Hawaii to see these doctors and let them know that I was their new, new, uh, person to, to take care of them. And I go over there, I go to the, the hospital and it's like funny that hardly anybody's dressed in a suit and tie yeah right? they're in nice aloha shirts and it's like well he looks like a sales rep and he's not wearing a coat and tie and so i met these clients and you know had a nice discussion and then um it wasn't until i don't know four or five maybe half a year later 
where I started coming over there more regularly. And then and, uh, several of these people t uh, became good friends of mine. And I would take them out golfing and all that stuff. And we would talk about um, um, things. And then he goes, dude, the first time I saw you and you were dressed up in a, in a suit, we thought, well, maybe you went to private school or something like that. Because, you know, you look local, but you didn't have the, the pigeon. The, the first, I didn't have the accent, right? The local accent. They're still trying to pinpoint me. And then it came up about the coat and tie. It's like, you got, you got to lose that, you know, just go shopping tomorrow, go get your uh, nice Aloha shirts and you'll fit in just fine. So uh, again, in, in that case, it was geographic more than anything um, to the very much extreme where I was just used to wearing a coat and tie. Yeah. So see, here is where, you know, how you dress can actually be a way of expressing yourself without words, right? This is another way people read you, you know? So how do you want them to read you? Do you want them to read your brand? Do you want them to read what you're representing? Do you want to read them to read your personality? That is exactly why clothes speak a language. It's totally different. It's sort of a different language, right? And it matters when you're in business, interacting with people, and you want to convey a message. So that's what I think is so interesting about this, that people don't realize how much your image can really impact the way people receive you. And so that's, that is a great example. Great example. Thank you for sharing that. So when you go into wardrobe planning, right? Um, the thing is, when I, when I coach my clients through this whole image building, um, and aligning the image with the brand. Like I said earlier, you want to look in your closet to see the things that actually you feel are on point that represent your brand really well. I had a client once who uh, was revamping her whole closet because her old closet had everything to do with her corporate job from the years past and nothing to do with her current lifestyle now. And we like suits were never going to be part of her repertoire anymore because they didn't represent who she was anymore. So that's a, a great example to, to really being mindful and intentional about what it is that you're wearing so that you express a certain message, whether it's a message about your brand or a message about your personality, like Rick was talking about. Um, um, and the thing too is when we're in business, when you're in business for yourself and when you are an entrepreneur, you take the stage, right? You are shooting video, either informal or formal videos. You're creating a brand portfolio of pictures, like the ones that Rick and I create together sometimes for entrepreneurs. And you need to be mindful of how you are showing up in those things in the, on stage. You want your your stage presence to express your brand and be aligned with it. You want your um you want the your pictures, your brand pictures to be on brand, right? And the video to also be that way if you're creating a brand video or if you're showing up live a lot. So those are the places that are really important when you're kind of conveying your message to also use your what you wear and your image in conveying part of the message and getting people to know you and your personality and what your brand is all about. Remember, your your brand, your business brand is your personal brand. You are the brand. So I often say to people, you're, you know, wherever you can interject anything in your lifestyle, in your life that is aligned with a brand, do it. 
if you care enough to express your brand through everything that you do and touch and, and say, right, and give that vibe. So some people even choose to drive a car that's on brand. People choose to style and design their home on brand where people can walk into their home and they're like, oh, this feels like so you, you know, um, because it stands out as a signature, as a signature brand and a signature style. So those, all those elements come into play when you're thinking about your image and how you want to dress, how you want to live a lifestyle that's um, aligned fully with the brand. So if you are somebody who's trying to figure out where to start, I would start in my closet, go in your closet, look at what you have that aligns with the brand and what doesn't. And the things that don't suit you, they don't make you feel good, they aren't aligned with the brand, it's time to say goodbye. It's part of the whole, that whole clearing process that I do often with my clients that get them to the real core wardrobe that they have that aligns them and keeps them, makes them feel like every time they wear it, they really are in the clothes that are right for them and the looks that are right for them. Because your style, your image should be evident in everything that you wear um, and everything that you do, really, if you're trying to stay on brand. So, um, you know, so let's say you are getting ready for um, a video shoot and you need to dress for the brand, but you're not sure how. Again, closet, look for what you need. But the trick with videos, you want to always wear, you want to wear solid clothes of deep, rich, saturated tones because otherwise um, it, it could be distracting, like bright yellows and oranges can be very distracting. So one of the easy rules of thumb, if you are you know, trying to stand, stay on brand with a video shoot, for instance, is that you want to pick a solid that maybe is one of your brand colors. Now, again, I don't feel like to stay on branding to wear your brand colors every single day. But I do feel like you should have a part of your wardrobe that has some of those colors in it. So for instance, I have the sage top that I wear that's on brand for Jade for All Seasons. I have my red blazer I wear that's on brand for Waste Up Wardrobe. The two colors together are really both my brand colors and I wear them a lot. I have a dress in the sage color. So I really do have a small little compact camera closet or video closet that I will wear that um, that have my brand colors, right? So that's a really easy rule of thumb. If you don't know what to wear, but you want to be on brand, think about what your brand colors and wear one of those colors. That's just a really great way to think about it. And not only clothes, right? We talked about lifestyle, you know, maybe the car that you drive can be part of your image and, and your brand. The way you design and decorate your house can be part of the image of your brand. The way you decorate your office, the way you style your background. I mean, I do that a lot with the Waste Up Wardrobe Solutions where we get this billboard behind you, your set completely aligned with the brand. And we do that through our Waste Up Wardrobe kits that you can find through wasteupwardrobe.com. And it tells you like how we do it and what to what we do to get those sets aligned with the brand. That's another part of your image that is important, but also self-care. So this is interesting because it's like, okay, how is me taking care of myself really part of my image? totally is. I think the most important thing an entrepreneur can do and should do is take care of themselves when it comes to health, exercise, um, eating, nutrition, sleep, all those things are sort of the foundation for successful people. When you dial that stuff in, 
everything, every success is even sweeter. It's so important. In fact, we spoke last week on our hundredth episode with two of my favorite mentors and coaches, business coaches. And we talked about self-care as sort of a cornerstone to um, building a business and how important it is for business owners to self-care. I'd love to get Rick's take on this, but the idea of healthy eating and nutrition, um, exercising, um, sleeping well are so important when you are trying to up-level your image because, and also grooming, right? So how you wear your hair, if you putting on makeup, uh, for men being sh- clean shaven perhaps, or having, you know, um, a tidied, um, Beard. Um, Rick, I'd love to get your take on that. And just this idea of self-care. We spoke about it, actually came up in last episode where we were talking about how self-care is such a huge part of our image and the way we show up. Um, Mm -hmm. Any thoughts on that? Yeah. Um, Yeah, that was a great episode because we talked about a lot of things and the way you've, you know, if you're not taking care of yourself, it's going to come out on the way you present yourself specifically even more so on on a video um you can kind of see it maybe hide it a little bit if you're not feeling your best for a photo but you know at the same time you might get that capture that wrong frame you might just not be energetic enough to you know get your point across and so if you if you're not taking care of yourself if you're not um fueled up for the for the time that you're in front of the camera boy it's sure gonna sound in your voice you know when you're trying to when you're trying to to, um promote whatever it is that you're promoting so we always make sure that the we're not shooting too early in the morning um i always try and find out when is the best time of day for you when when you feel like you're best uh during the time of day Um, and then i try and 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 schedule our shoot uh, around that time so Yeah. And you know what? You make such a good, important point. And that is with the, with photos, right? I always tell my, I have a checklist, which is what I'm going to give everybody with the hashtag brand image and shine today. I have a, um, a list of things you need to do before your photo shoot to feel and look great. So it's brand image and shine and hashtag brand image and shine. And, um, it's just, it's the easy checklist. If you're getting ready for a photo shoot or doing a video that's important that you're going to push out, it's sort of what do you do seven days out? What do you do the day before? And in that, it's all about self-care. It's, um, you know, getting your fresh haircut, getting a fresh color, uh, bleaching your teeth, um, you know, and all of the steps of when you should do it. And one of the most important things is getting a good night's sleep because, and you probably have experience with this too, Rick, is that I find that when people are going in for a photo shoot, whatever they're feeling shows up on their face. You know, oh, if, yeah. yeah, if you are feeling anxious about being in front of the camera, that those first set of pictures become trash mm-hmm. because you can tell. And until the person gets a little bit more at ease with what's going on and the camera and the posing, it takes some time because you can feel, you can feel them not being at ease. If somebody is anxious, it'll show up. If somebody was grumpy before, like for instance, <laughs> a fight or something, yeah. it'll show up. If they are, don't want to be there, those feelings are me. They show up in your face and your facial expressions, which is another part of your image. Have you? Oh, that- there, oh, absolutely. There's no doubt. I mean, when I was working, when I was in corporate sales, right? 
we would have a lot of these different c- conventions, large, large, huge conventions that we would go to. And uh, in those conventions, you know, there's some time set aside for nice dinners with doctors. And, you know, along with those nice dinners come, you know, a nice bottle of wine or maybe a couple of glasses of scotch and, and stuff like that. And so you always have to be very careful, especially if you're on the show floor the next day early in the morning. And if you're not feeling your best and if you're a little bit hungover, boy, your body language on the, on the floor is just, it's, it, it will, it will communicate that, oh yeah, you went out and partied hard last night. Yeah. You know? Um, and so you just have to be kind of mindful of that and just enjoy in moderation and, uh, you know, knowing that you have to be at your best, uh, when you do show up, um, in the booth in front of customers or in, in front of video camera. Yeah. Another great point. I mean, sometimes, you know, we end up in circles of people where we're really, we're socializing, we're building relationships and we can, you know, forget that um, everything we do impacts how we're going to be received. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, that is a really good point. Um, so I just find it so interesting how the way you're feeling inside, it makes so much sense actually with the work that I do, how you're feeling inside can show up on your face, can show up in the way you're showing up. And it's what I say to most people. It's like clothes, it's, you know, the clothes, you take the clothes, the outside style, you up-level it to up-level the inside style. Because when you wear a great outfit, if you're showing up well, if you're showing up happy and excited and enthusiastic to be there, instantly your inside gets up-leveled. The confidence, the way people are receiving you and interacting with you, so important. Um, And the same goes for photographs. You cannot hide how you're feeling, you know, um, when it comes to being on camera and even video, if your mind gets distracted, if you like got into an argument the day before with some, a loved one, it can be very distracting for what you're trying to do. So those are all really important things. And self-care is so important when you're trying to build a brand because it's important to, for the foundation of you being able to get up every day and really work towards your purpose. And it is something that I really, um, it's its interesting because as my brand, the Jade House of Style has evolved, you know, I, I always, it is, you know, everybody perceives um, the image consulting as all about the clothes. And yes, the clothes have something to do with it, but it's not all about the clothes. Clothes are just a tool. They're just one part of how I help up-level clients' image. You know, um, I am a huge proponent um, for all my clients, mostly women, of self-care, being uh, finding something that moves them and gets them to exercise. Because without that, you can't feel good, you know, you can't feel strong, and you can't feel ready to take on the world. I can put you in all the clothes in the world that would you know that are great but it, you need to you need to kind of up level the whole person and and it doesn't have to be going and running a marathon it could just be as simple as taking a walk with a dog in the morning but it's so important for women women entrepreneurs to have that self care to exercise in the way that they enjoy to be nutritious and also have cheat days you know it's not about being unreasonable it's about living your best life really. And I am a huge proponent of that. So health and wellness and food and exercise and sleep are really cornerstone and foundational to anything we do as business owners. Um, And then that is the first layer of your image. The second layer of the image then becomes 
how you present yourself, your body language, your emotional vibration, and then finally the way you dress. So those layers are everything to do with image styling, everything to do with how do you wear your story? How are you expressing it through the way you're showing up, not only with the clothes, but how you're showing up emotionally, right? How you're showing up from a health perspective. And Rick, I'd love you to chime in here because I'm gonna I'm gonna ask a question of the audience, but I also think it's really it would be really cool to get your perspective. You ever show you ever meet somebody that is just a genius at their work? Like they're just a genius, right? Mm-hmm. Show up and you can tell they just don't feel or look healthy. Like you're like, wow, this person is like so genius at their work. They are world-renowned surgeon, they're a world-renowned um coach in their field, but they show up and you feel like, God, they just need to get a little bit more healthy, whether, you know, whether whatever it is that gives you that impression. I mean, I've met some people like that along the way. Have you ever like, you know, met anybody like that? (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, Even um, I'll just go back to my corporate days because, you know, there are, there were people, there were sales managers or uh, people in leadership positions that, could have been more credible or more believable if they just took care of themselves a little bit you know they just were a mess um sometimes and it's like don't do you not see how you are in front of a customer you know there's dandruff on their suits there's food from lunch you know hanging in there on, on their face and uh they're overweight and it's just it's it's just a mess and it's like you know, I don't know how you do it or how you even get any clients, but uh, you shouldn't be talking face to face with these people because you're just, you're just a mess. Yeah, totally. And you know, it's not always just about um, being overweight. I mean, that could be one, but actually showing up like with the untucked shirt, like you said, your shoulder. I mean, that's part of the grooming. That's part of your image, right? It's about how people are perceiving you. And when somebody hires somebody for a job, I think most of us evaluate, do I want to be seen with this person, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do I want to send this person to a meeting? Do I want to refer this person to somebody? And those things do come into play because it shows a level of actual care, right? If you're caring for yourself, if you show up um, confidently, that actually has to do with how you would take care of a client. You know, people have to, you know, if if people aren't doing that for themselves, then how are they even capable or even how could you be perceived as somebody who could take really good care of the client? Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, at the, I mean, at the same time, I I've have I've had to report to to uh, people that I mean, from a without knowing them, they're, you know, just haven't taken care of their body but in the way that they dress the way that they speak um they're very well dressed they have cufflinks on their sleeves their um their shirts are their you know their pants are held up by suspenders that you can't see but dressed very very professionally dressed very nice and their demeanor in front of uh in, in the way they speak isn't totally reflective of how they can how they necessarily look and so if you're put put well together like that and and um you're conscious of some of those things then i you can you can pull it off and 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 overshadow some of those deficiencies but you you have to look at yourself and say hey would i would i want that guy that person would i ever buy something from that guy 
just based on what he looks like. You know, sometimes people will say, yeah, it's a great product, but I'm not so sure that I want to buy from that guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and you, another good point is that, you know, we, somebody could be super polished, but they also might not be trustworthy in the way that their mannerisms are. Right. Mm -hmm. so that is why brand styling is not just about one thing. <laughs> you know, it's about image as a sub part, but there are other parts, right? It's how you convey your story. Some people can be very salesy and turn off the people that they're trying to attract, right? They could be dressed to the nines, but if they come off as pushy, too overpowering, that can be a negative and it could reflect poorly on their brand. So again, there's all these things that go into the brand identity, the, the five elements. And when I talk about, you know, how you are, coming off to the client, that's sort of that brand, that um, last module that I talk about, I'll be talking about in the fifth episode of the series. And that's a brand experience. How are people experiencing you? Are you making them comfortable? Are you making them feel like you're there to answer your questions or um, like you're like, like you want to sell them something at gunpoint, <laughs> you know, like that is also part of the brand. So if we were to distill it down to this idea of how to wear your story, what is your brand image? The things that one has to think about is how you're dressing. It's the easiest part. You know, it's the simplest part. How are you dressing? How can you make your dress, your attire feel more on brand? And the things that you should ask yourself, are you in a formal profession or informal profession? If you're in a formal profession, then probably you're going to be dressing more formally. A suit is more appropriate. If you're in an informal setting and profession, then maybe Hawaiian shirts, a collection of them is sort of the way to express your brand, right? And the other question you're going to ask yourself, well, are there any brand colors I can incorporate in my wardrobe to stay on brand? Because brand colors can be an easy way to really stay on brand when it comes to physical, the actual wardrobe. The second thing you want to consider is your self-care. Although I see that as foundational for everything. So honestly, it's like the first thing when it comes to image. So self-care, your health, you know, are you moving on a regular basis? Are you eating generally a nutritious diet? Are you exercising and getting enough sleep so that you can give your best to your client and build that foundation to really up-level your confidence and your emotions and your emotional vibration so you could serve people in the way that you really want to in a way that expresses your brand in the best way? And one of the best examples, you know, um, I remember having is like, if you are a business coach and you've never built a business, like how are you living your brand? You know, you have to have been through that experience. If you're a pediatrician and don't have children, that's also a little tough because like how are you going to relate to the client? I I suspect it's not impossible, but I think you're more likely to attract the people that you want to serve if you do have a family and do have children or do understand um, how children you, you are around children or people who are maybe overweight bar in the health industry, the, the exercise industry. It's not congruent. It's not aligned. So those things are really, really important to the way your image is. Um, and so you got the wardrobe, you got the self-care. And 
sometimes people ask me, well, if I wanted to get started on my wardrobe, how do I do that? Well, you have to build in the basics. That's something I do with my clients. It's like those basic things that kind of help you mix and match wardrobe uh, pieces together. You want to look at the closet as is right now that you have and see what, if something doesn't fit you, get rid of it. If something is not in good condition, get rid of it. Um, and and then then you can start also building in those things that are brand aligned, like colors and certain things that you wear. In my opinion, most 90% of your closet should be brand aligned. It should have that style that is very much you and very much aligned with the with the brand itself. And finally, lifestyle. Think about how you interject your brand in parts of your lifestyle, whether it's in the car you drive, whether in the way that you decorate your home, the way that you decorate your office. All those things can really contribute to aligning and up-loving your brand. A lot of what we do here in Waste Up Wardrobe is about brand alignment and image alignment for the brand, like building these sets in the background where people build sets that are basically a billboard for what they do. If you came onto the set, if you just stumbled on this video, you will know that I have I do something to do with image and clothes. So that's the idea, right? So Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up is, the main takeaway here is that remember, everything in your brand should be aligned. When it comes to what to wear and how to show up, just remember that the foundation piece is how you feel on the inside, right? Your self-care, taking care of your health, your exercise, and the way that you show up for people. Um, a tip to remember is, you know, go into your closet and see what in your closet can actually work that is on brand currently, like whether it's a brand color outfit or something that really expresses the formality that you use in your business. A tool is something that we're going to put in the chat with this, with the, um, with the hashtag um, brand image and shine, you will get my checklist for how you prepare for a photo shoot when it comes to image. It's sort of like what you do the month before, what do you do the two weeks out and so forth so that you can show up in your photo shoot looking on brand from an image perspective. And finally, action item. Well, go to that closet and find, this is the easiest thing you could do. Find a piece of clothing that you can show up with on camera or off camera that is in your color brand. So there you have it. Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap-Up. Join us next week at 11.30 on Thursday. We're going to bring you the second part of the series um, for brand identity and brand building and tell a friend. Thank you.